HD Smartcast. You are listening to a Radio One production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Minding My Business, the CEO story with Ramesh Menon and Rishi K. Hello. They normally say at Christmas time that it's the season to be merry. I don't know we're long past Christmas, but I'm going to take the liberty to say that it's equally true of every season of this merry radio show and podcast. I'm Rishi K. Welcome to season two of Minding My Business, the CEO story. Let's say hello to the CEO of Fever Network and Radio One, my co-host, the one and only Ramesh Menon. Hey, hi, Ramesh. Welcome back. Hi, uh, Rishi, and hello, everybody. In the midst of this market crash and you know tackling Omicron and all of this stuff, it's nice to have new beginnings and. Uh, Uh, this season, I guess we'll see some more young Turks and some experienced head-on shows uh, from India Inc. joining us on this show. And uh, the two of us will continue picking their brains on how they mind their business. That's what we do: <laughs> pick their brains. Now, indeed, we will. And today, it's a young Turk who, along with his brand, is the market leader in the used and refurbished smartphone sector. They've grown in a quote-unquote fast and furious manner. To quote one of my famous uh, favorite film franchises in Hollywood, and it's going to be. <laughs> interesting session with him today you're right uh, and the fast and furious description she is perfect i mean these guys had a business idea as recently as 2013 maybe and look where they've taken it today please welcome our guest uh, on the show today uh, founder and ceo of cashify hi mandeep uh, i hope you're all safe and healthy welcome to the show hi ramesh uh, hi rishi thank you so much for having me on the show Mandeep, thanks for coming into Minding My Business, the CEO story. Let's kick things off. Tens of millions of people each year purchase a second-hand smartphone in India, the world's second-largest market. Phone makers and giant online sellers like Amazon and Flipkart are aware of it, obviously. So they collect old handsets when they do exchange offers or when they do trade-ins. How is your service different from what they do? Sure. So I'll just give you a color. Uh... About 170 million new smartphones are sold in the country every year, and this is just smartphones. Uh, and just to bring that million versus crores, that's 17 crore smartphones. I always get confused in between million and crore. So, uh, and club this with the fact that uh, in about 12 to 15 months, most of the customers either change their handsets or start thinking of upgrading or moving to a new handset. The third data point that is important. is that the penetration of smartphones in our country is only 55%. So if you think of these three data points in conjuncture where in 17 crore new phones are sold people changing in 15 months and the penetration is 55% only there's a large pool of devices which get ready to change hands every year and at the same time there's a equally large pool of people who want to buy a second hand phone either they are moving from a feature phone to a smartphone or they are moving up the value chain of a brand and look we are all aspirational people at the end of the day we all want something better in our lives so everybody thinks of buying you know say an iphone at some point even though they are not you know at that point in time able to afford it so refurbished handset or refurbished smartphone actually a great entry point for people who want to increase their social capital you know what else do we have in our country to increase our social capital and if you have an iphone and show it off to your peers you know most of the thing that you were right uh, so that's you know that's you know why people buy a smartphone and i think we we see a huge market opportunity here and whatever we have done so far rishi and ramesh is we've built a good brand on the sourcing side 
where we've established ourselves as the go-to place for people to sell their old smartphones today. But at the same time, we are now focusing on building the demand side brand as well, where people think of Cashify as the most trusted place to buy a refurbished handset. Brilliant. Uh, this is true of everybody. As, and you know, everyone's looking for an upgrade. Everyone's looking for something new. And you know, if you can make it affordable for them, then think like it. Right, uh, and and when a startup founder is there on our show, the first questions that come to mind, everybody wants to know valuations, everybody wants to know funding, everyone wants to know. Right? Those are the cool things that people want to know about. And uh, you started six years ago, right? And you started with say, I think Bloom Ventures uh, invested first. Yeah. And tell us more about it. You know, your latest round was say uh, a year back, or you know, sometime in 2021. Tell yeah. us more about uh, your funding and the investments and the value and so on. Well, I think uh, we raised our first round of investments in 2015, wherein Bloom Ventures and Bessemer Venture Partners came in and supported us. Over the last six years, we've raised multiple rounds. Uh, you know, a large portion of our investors are foreign investors. Uh, we have some Chinese investors as well, because this business grew substantially in China and we took a lot of inspiration from them. But as we've grown, uh, you know, a lot of uh, Indian investors and the investors from US and Europe have joined the cap table. So we raised uh, the last round, uh, you know, about 12 months ago, we raised $15 million. We're again in the market to raise about 50 to $60 million capital. And I think we'll be able to close and, uh, you know, announce the round within the next two months. Super stuff. How are you planning to deploy your fresh capital? I mean, that's a logical question. I'm sure you get asked a lot of that. Are you looking to expand your presence in the offline market, kiosks and malls, stores, for example? Tell us about Cashify's plans. Before that, I'll just quickly give you a brief on what a customer can do so that when I answer your question, there's more perspective. Yeah. Cashify as a platform, you can sell your old electronics easily. When I say sell your old electronics, uh, you download the app. The app will give you a price instantly for your old smartphone. And if you like the price, we come to your home and pick up that device. And we believe almost everyone today has some of the other device lying in your in their drawers or in their cupboards. And I'm sure between you two, I'm sure Rishi, you were, and Ramesh would have a couple of phones lying in your house. So we make this process fairly simple, wherein we come to your house, give you money instantly, and that's it. What happens, you know, uh, after that is we refurbish and we sell those devices. There are multiple ways or channels through which we collect those. One, the largest channel for us is direct from consumers. So consumers come to our platform directly. But we also work with all OEMs. So if you walk into any brand store today, uh, they use our platform to run trade-in and exchange programs. We're also one of the largest buyers behind e-commerce platforms. So when you sell an old you know, phone to Flipkart and Amazon, the chances are that that phone comes to us. Now, where we want to deploy the capital that we are raising, Rishi, is we want to strengthen our brand on the consumer side because we believe that the largest portion of devices which are lying unused are lying in people's homes and drawers. They're not coming out. And the attach rate on exchange programs, when you go on Flipkart or Amazon or you walk into any store, if 100 people buy a new phone, only 10 or 12 people change that phone at that instance. About 90% of people take that old phone back do the data transfer, get used to with their new phone and then think of selling. And more often than not, that phone actually ends up in the drawer. So we believe 
by doing a lot of marketing effort and educating the customer we can bring out those old assets which are lying unused and ultimately that helps you know multiple causes one you get money instantly but at the same time you're putting less pressure on the environment you know uh manufacture new products third that phone can be useful for somebody who can't afford it you know so more and more of our uh the money that we raise now is going to be spent on educating the customer marketing and building a brand both on the sourcing side and the demand side what we've done in the last 5 years is build the whole back end capability the back end supply chain you know operational capability of collecting a phone from customer's doorstep refurbishing it in such a quality that you know we are able to give a 6 to 12 month warranty on it we've done all that leg work now we just want to go out in the market and say look this is the place you can sell your phone or this is a place you can buy your phone so you you're going to see a lot of marketing spend from us over the next uh, you know 3 to 4 quarters great so obviously you have a great relationship with your uh, oems or you know or suppliers and and people you buy from and you sort of sell to i'm curious to know are you also working on expanding your expertise to more hardware categories such as cameras for example yeah, so we we also do laptops uh, uh, you know gaming consoles and very recently we added smart watches for all practical purposes smartphones is the largest category and the fastest moving So even today, ninety percent of our business concentration is in smartphones. As we grow, we believe that this concentration will come down, but it is hard to go below eighty percent. So twenty percent, our you know focus will be on other categories, but smartphones will remain the you know major uh, category that we operate in. You are asking me whether we'll go and buy you know old TVs, refrigerators, washing machines. Uh, the answer is maybe no. we're only going to focus on mobility led small devices which are easy to you know recycle i'm just i want to get into specifics here uh, tell yeah. me who you have partnerships with and how those relationships have evolved over these last 5 or 6 years and i mean from the oem side as well as with e-commerce companies and electronic product retailers so you you know name any oem in the country today be it apple samsung xiaomi oppo vivo if you go on to their online websites uh and you know exchange your phone we've done integrations on their online platform so it's basically cashify is running the whole uh, front end as well as back end for exchange and trade in programs for all oems in the country uh even few of offline stores so if you walk into say a vijay sales or some of chroma store some of sangeeta stores down in the south uh they're using our platform to run trade in and exchange you know programs in their in their stores What about plans of expansion outside of India? Have you thought of that? Have you started working on that? We have, Rishi, and uh, you know, interestingly that you brought it up. We've recently set up a team to do our international expansion, but we are uh, taking very slow steps because uh, India as a market is very unique. But you need a lot of local know-how. So we're looking at Middle East, Indonesia, uh, and Bangladesh as three next uh, countries where we would expand. Uh, we also have done some software sales you know we we've sold our saas products in many of these countries uh, and that has been our first uh, you know stepping into those countries but we'll very soon uh, set up our uh, operations in these countries as well so you you can think of you know next 12 months you will see us uh, announcing foray into at least one or two of these international markets i'm sure uh, 
domestically also you must be increasing your marketing spends and advertising spends right. so of getting the word out right about your offerings yeah. are you planning to do uh, some of it uh, this year yes we are uh, last year uh, we did some tv campaigns just to do a dipstick on how tv works this year we have uh, huge plans of doing tv campaign radio outdoors etc so we have a significant budget earmarked for uh, you know 2022 Okay, let's go down memory lane, shall we? Tell us about your co-founders, how you started the business in 2013. Uh, Ramesh mentioned it right at the top, the startup story. Also, I believe you guys started off under the name Reglobe. Yes. So, why and how did you become Cashify from Reglobe? That's that should be interesting. Ramesh, uh, you've surely done some some of your research. So, let me go back. I mean, we started in 2009 actually. Nakul and I, you know, we met in our undergrad school uh, in the same hostel. So, our friendship, you know, spans almost two decades now. 2009 at the height of the you know uh, the financial bubble uh, or i would say you know what happened in 2008 2009 we we started this company focusing on waste management and we did you know a lot of work on electronic waste we did uh, some work in uh, solid waste uh, rubber waste plastic waste we actually had set up a factory as well to convert scrap rubber and plastic into fuel oil we got an opportunity to exit that business in 2013 uh and that's when uh, you know we came up with this idea that you know if we can expand the life cycle of a product will there be takers in india and at that point our third co-founder amit joined us so amit actually leads the whole tech uh, so he is the brain behind building the, all the applications and the backend architecture for all the tech that we've built uh reglobe uh, is something that you know the name we started in 2009 but when we thought that you know we are going to become a consumer focused company uh reglobe as as a name was you know people were finding it difficult to remember and pronounce you know a lot of time people would say okay i, I is it religare or reglobal just that you know the sound of g from the epiglottis is something that people could not actually you know understand that easily so we said let we need to change this name and that's where we you know in 2015 we came across uh, you know this thought that let's actually build a brand which can you know at some point be used as a verb and we are banking on the fact that you know can be will people actually say okay i have cashified my phone or i have cashified my laptop or i have cashified my so and so you know and back in the days cash was the king you know it was before demonetization and uh, digital adoption adoption wasn't there so cash was actually what we were doling out you know when we would go to people's house and pick up a phone we actually give them bank notes So that's where you know this name Cashify came into existence, and uh, you know we are thankful that we changed the name from Reglobe because it was very difficult for us to make people understand what Reglobe is. That's interesting. I mean, uh, so so uh, let's use that as a verb from now on. Uh, so, uh, what is the average? Uh, what do you call it? Cashification cycle of uh, phones right now. So how how fast do they cashify? Uh, are you seeing it change are you seeing that upgrade cycle change or yeah. uh, are you hoping that it will change and people start cashifying faster no when we started back in you know uh, actually when the real meat of the business started to happen in 2015 we saw the the upgrade cycle was 24 months plus and if you guys go back your memory lane to below 2010 when we all had nokia phones you would be used to use our phones for at least 3 years till the time they were actually become completely dead so that from 24 months plus today has come down to 12 to 15 months and we've also seen customers who keep changing their phone every 6 to 9 months and i think as we grow more and more consumerism happens 
uh, especially in the country like india where uh, you know people don't have hobbies their hobbies are either buy a good luxury car or change their phones so it's going to come down a little bit more and we believe over the next couple of years we're going to see a trend where people will change their phones every 9 months okay since we're talking devices let's stay on devices what kind of smartphones normally come to cashify mandeep are we talking more low end than high end and how much would those phones retail for when new well i think you can think of uh, the the split is as as the split of a new phone market penetration would be for example the largest contributor for us is a xiaomi brand like given that xiaomi has the market you know leadership position in selling new phones the same way you know when we collect old phones the maximum penetration is xiaomi followed by samsung and then apple in terms of price point uh, you know we buy devices as low as 1000 bucks to as high as 50 60000 rupees so there's a very you know uh, wide variety of devices and the price buckets that we collect the phones on uh, so it'll be difficult for me to give you a sense on whether it's low end or high end but it's all kind of uh, devices on an average i think the buyback price for us ranges in about 8000 to 10000 rupee price bucket when we sell a refurbished phone uh, and your second question was how does it come how does the price compare to the new phone uh, price so a refurbished handset you can expect it to be anywhere between 25% discount to 40 45% discount so if a new phone is selling for say 100 bucks you can expect to buy a refurbished phone anywhere from 75 rupees to say 55 60 rupees now this depends highly on the brand the acceptance of that model in the market uh, and you know what is the config of that model at that point in time so so you obviously uh, refurbish them make them almost uh, new in a sense but uh, consumers in india are obviously you know hard to please they will still ask you guarantee kahan hai or you know what is the warranty period or what is the you know what is it that you can give in terms of commitment on on service or how long it will last and so on so what do you do for better consumer experience and so on so every phone that you sell comes with a 6 month warranty it is packed Uh, in a way that any new phone is packed so as a consumer when you open the box you get a feel that you are buying a legitimate new device comes with a new charger a warranty card etc so from a consumer's perspective when you're you know buying a cashify refurbished phone you actually get a feel that you're buying something legitimate and there is a 6 month warranty we're also thinking of uh, increasing that warranty from 6 months to 12 months with say some extra cost which we've you know done some research and most of the customers are willing to pay a slightly you know higher premium and convert their warranty to 12 months okay let's talk csr we really like uh, mandeep that during lockdown you've done a campaign with ngos called donate for education so give us the details on on donate for education and what you really got achieved i think it was a you know it started with uh, a personal desire to make a contribution on twitter i saw of you know a tweet from a very famous journalist that you know she was at a at a certain place and kids could not get access to education so we just tweeted that look you know we can give you a few phones which you can distribute and i think that tweet got a lot of good response uh and there we thought that look can we actually help the kids who you know from the underprivileged section does, do not have access to smartphones today and suffering a lot in education So we earmarked a couple of hundred phones from our balance sheet, and we distributed them to NGOs. But then we realized that you know if we want to scale this up, you can't keep doing it from your own balance sheet. Of course, there's a limit on how much that you can spend from your pocket. So we said let's empower people 
and organizations to come forward and donate phones to us and we partnered with multiple ngos corporations uh, businesses to promote this within their employees and encourage them to you know either uh, sell you know either donate their working phones or bring out any recyclable phone or any electronics that they have in their house or office we will collect them refurbish them and then we would send it to you know a lot of our ngo partners who further distributed them so it worked pretty well we we collected you know uh, a, a large number of devices and we you know tried to make an impact but i think where we feel that you know people like to talk about donating and making impact but actually when it comes to actual you know handing over assets people still need that nudge or not many people are forthcoming so we thought that this campaign would do a lot more than what it did but we are happy that we could at least make some impact or give back some to the society that's that's a powerful thought actually i you know i hope uh, over the over the next few years or months it really succeeds let's get back to some business talk uh, yeah. uh, you want to talk about your store concept and and what's the model for the store concept that you you have are they stand alone cashify stores franchise stores you know give us the lowdown on that Yeah, so Ramesh, these are uh, these are Cashify branded stores. Majority of them are Cashify owned. So think of it as a two hundred fifty to three hundred square feet format. The you know the, there are four services or four things that a customer can do in this store. You can buy a refurbished phone. You can sell your old phone in the store and get instant cash. You can get your phone repaired on the spot. so if you have screen damage or something you can get repaired and you get warranty on those repairs as well from us and finally you can even buy accessories for your phone so if you want to buy a charger or a headphone or on you know, a bluetooth device you can walk into any of our stores and you know make a purchase today we have uh, 85 such stores across the country uh, hopefully with, within this year we're going to take this count to about 200 so we are going to go very, very aggressive and open another 115 stores by the end of this year How has the demand for laptops and smartphones been in the year that's just gone by, Mandeep, in 2021? And if you look back over the last 12 months at smartphones, how much of that demand has been from smaller companies? Likewise, for laptops, how yeah. much of the demand has come from the business side? I mean, that's a very good question, Rishi. We we saw a lot of demand coming from uh, end consumers for sure because everybody wanted a new another laptop in the house for their kids' education. But at the same time, a lot of SMBs, you know, reached out to us to buy laptops for their sales force or people who are working from home. A lot of you know uh, call centers who moved their operation completely to home. You know, we got uh, requests from them for laptop purchase. So. actually our laptop business has grown almost 5x in the last 12 12 months uh the refurb smartphone business has grown all of, about about 2 and a half to 3x but laptop business has grown 5x great so with that uh, let's move to our fun section uh let's ask you some rapid questions which you can give rapid answers to so uh, we like to know who's a business leader that you really admire and and what are those qualities in him or her that really stand out for you and you hope to maybe emulate i think for me it has always been for many years elon musk you know a lot of people idolize him but it's it's a lot to do with the ambition that that guy has it's like something that you and i can't think of i mean that larger than life ambition is something that i think is a quality that i would like to take from elon of course he's actually proven a lot of it 
Ten years ago, nobody could have thought that there could be a rocket which could go up and come down. I mean, he's made it possible, and I think that that larger-than-life ambition is something that I really look up to. What kind of music do you listen to? What's on your playlist? Uh, plus, memories of any music concert that you went to during your student days, Mandeep, or now recently before the pandemic hit that you really, really enjoyed? I mean, I'll be very honest, Rishi. Right now, my playlist is all you know, uh, kids' rhymes because I just have a seven-month-old in my house, and that's all I can hum at any point. It's quite embarrassing, though. But uh, you know, the music I really like to listen to. Air Rahman is an all-time favorite, uh, though I haven't uh, you know heard any of his concerts. But uh, that's one. The second I really love is uh, music from Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan, and that's that's something that you know, if I could ever. attend any concert and if i could get nusrat sahab back that would be one thing that i would love to do uh, any concert that i may have attended in the past uh, i mean there have been many there are a lot of punjabi concerts that i've attended in my undergrad schools uh, from gurdas man to malkeet singh so, you know they they are special because you are growing up and uh, completely fun territory to be in when you are listening to a punjabi music live Apart from that, I've also, you know, heard some uh, rock concerts. Guns and Roses is something that I can recall. They came to uh, Gurgaon, I think, seven, eight years ago. Wow! That's that's where I went with my then girlfriend, who's my wife. So that's very special to me. So, so you can listen to some Punjabi music on radio now. We've just launched our first uh, Punjabi radio channel. That's so, right. in case you're uh-huh. driving. Which one to that? We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> so, uh, a book that you uh, that has made an impact or left an impact on you? I would say there's there's there are two books that I can recall right away. One is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, which I read I think a year back, year and a half back. And I think you know when you read uh, the memoir of Phil Knight, one thing that I took home was perseverance and hard work pays in the end. And that guy actually went through multiple cycles of being almost bankrupt, but he kept at it and built. the largest enterprise you know in in sports fashion i think that's something that's really commendable so that book actually remains with me in my heart in my head most of the times the second book that i can recall instantly is uh, there's this book by dale carnegie how to win friends and influence people and i think that book has made a huge impact in my life i mean the way you interact with people the very simple fact that if you address people by their first name that's music today to their ears and that's something that i've actually uh, experienced firsthand and i you know use that in all my interactions with people so you know, these two books are something that i i actually do a refresher course of dale carnegie's book every year year and a half i read it again there's so much to learn from it super stuff a sport you follow mandeep and your favorite player in that sport and why thank you ask any indian it's it's going to be cricket more more likely or not and uh, i i look up to virat kohli the way he's transformed himself and the team brought in the culture of being fit i think now there is one virat kohli and the joke says there one virat kohli and ten other who look like virat kohli so <laughs> that's that's cricket and virat your favorite uh, vacation spot and why you love going there it's going to be goa because i i go there at least once or twice a year uh, i have the hotel fixed the location fixed i'll just go there spend 10 15 days unwind So, yeah, so it has to be Goa. Well, Mandeep, it was super learning about the Cashify story. All I can say is onward and upward, you guys. You saw a gap in the market and just move for the kill and continue to grow organically. 
Thanks a lot, Rishi. Means a lot. I think uh, as a business leader myself, I, I think you guys inspire us. Uh, you guys uh, hopefully continue inspiring us with all of the hard work that you guys put in. You know that that uh, what you mentioned just now also about you know not giving up, failing, or you know uh, even if you don't succeed the way you intend to, how you come back again and again. So uh, great talking to you. You guys are the future of the country, and all the best to you. Thank you, Ramesh. Thank you very much for you know talking to me today. Have a great day. With that, it's time to wrap up the first episode of season two, and I have to say it feels like home with my co-host Ramesh. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and make sure you keep listening to some great radio and podcasts. Build that habit, and come back next week for another episode, which is warming up now in the second season. Uh, there's lots of brain food that we promise to keep bringing to you every week. Brain food it is. Minding my business, the CEO story. Shall be back with another captain of the industry who's been a path breaker. Remember, you can catch us on ninety four point three Radio One on FM radio and on HD Smartcast and podcast form over all major streaming platforms. This is a Radio One production. So till next time, it's bye from me, Rishi K. And me, Ramesh Menon. See you soon. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.